Earlier today, you got a text from who? Earlier today, I got a text from Pino here. That's ridiculous. I would never text you. That's true. You I didn't don't like you. Yeah, no one does. Happy Mother's Day to all y'all people out there. To all you mother that list two, maybe one? One mother? We have like two, maybe one listener, so that's a pretty That's a pretty, yeah. Statement. We should, we should start uh, appealing to that uh, Reads Fifty Shades of Grey demographic. I, mean, I saw somebody masturbating on the subway today. Really? Is that I, different from any other day? No, yeah. This is. I think this is the first public masturbator I've seen in New York. Really? In the entire year that I've been here, yeah. Wow. I didn't hear so much about that. Wow. See, I mean, other than myself, but (laughs) normally it's you doing the masturbating. Right. What's the weirdest thing you've seen so far on the subway? Uh, that I guess. No, you know what? Because that you go in expecting to happen from time to time. I would say like, (sighs) I saw a guy make a really good balloon animal one time. Actually, the weirdest thing I've probably ever seen on the subway is like a a pregnant lady walked onto the subway, so someone actually got up and gave her her seat. That's disgusting. I know. It's not. Something you'd never expect to see in the city. I wouldn't do it. It's not my fault she's fucking pregnant. <laughs> but, my God, places I've, to seen, be too, lady. I've seen lots of people peeing on themselves, pooping in their shoe, and masturbating. Yeah. You've seen lots of people pooping in their shoe? Oh, yeah, yeah. We live on 34th Street. It's actually by the Kmart over here. Well, it's, not like the, it's not the idea that they're pooping. It's just, why are they doing it in, in their, their shoe? shoe? I don't know. Of but, all the places to poop, that might be the most inconvenient. <laughs> but the uh, you got to put that back on your foot. Hypothetically, you got poop on your foot, Michael. That's how <laughs> that works. But um, oh, I mean, it, it wouldn't be much of a change for Kmart's normal stock. I actually went to Kmart this past week, and uh, I was given the instruction to, you know, purchase a couple DVDs for my place of employment. And while searching this Kmart, I found a sealed box set. Of Titanic. I saw that on Twitter. On VHS. Did you buy it? Did you I, get the mail-in rebate? I did not get the $22 mail-in rebate, What no. section was that in? It was in the DVD Blu-ray section. That's amazing. It was right next to Fast Five. That is really incredible to me, because, like, do you think it's been there the, this entire time? I don't... Because I don't, there's no way... How the fuck that, did it get there? Maybe some... I, I, maybe that is, like, an elaborate kind of improv anywhere type situation where they were just waiting for somebody to pull out the Titanic thing, and they're like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I don't know, because, like, that even seems more likely to me than they just had a copy. Because you can't order that from the manufacturer anymore. They yeah, don't make what them. What manufacturer? But, I mean, like, not not only was it the VHS box set, it was still sealed. It was still factory sealed, and it had $22 mail-in rebate with the purchase of Titanic on VHS. Well, you know what? I'm, I am glad that you didn't buy it then, because now we have the opportunity. That, like, every time we go back to that Kmart, we have to look to see if it's still there. Because now true. I want to know if it's been be. sitting there since 1998. <laughs> it might have. I mean, it is a Kmart. No one goes in there. That is a Kmart, uh, like, connected to Penn Station. There are a ton of people that go to that one. That's true. Okay. We don't even have Kmart in Florida anymore, I don't think. Really? Yeah. I think there's... 
one, maybe two back in Hawaii. I think like in the early 2000s, they went away. Then they came back for a little bit, well, yeah, and then they went away again. What happened was Sears had purchased them, oh, so they okay. came back. Because I'm sure that was a great fucking idea on the part of Sears. It's not the worst idea they've ever had. That yeah. Would, that would be Man of Steel. Yeah. Um, but uh, but no, I mean, Sears, like my, my grandfather used to work there. I have very fond memories of always going there for like the employee nights and stuff. Uh, but they've they've been suffering. Anyways, no one cares about Sears. We're getting off topic. What were we talking no, we about? Didn't, we're really on a topic yet. Do we, do we have yeah, a topic yet? Have we established that? You know what I want to talk about? Um, gonna, penis. Um, no, that's what I want to think about. Oh. Um, Joss Whedon's been in the news all over the place this week. He has. First, he quit Twitter. Yeah, and when I first heard that, I was like, oh, good. He listens to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Uh. And then I heard uh, via Patton Oswalt and millions of other people that it was angry feminists that chased him away. And then I heard that that's not necessarily the case because he said to a movie pilot or somebody, like, no, it was BuzzFeed. A, why would he speak to BuzzFeed? Why would anyone speak all to BuzzFeed? all of the internet publications? I didn't even know they had, like, reporters. I thought they just had bots that would compile pictures. Yeah, I thought they just had people sitting on Google Images, stealing other people's pictures, and then compiling stupid lists. But apparently they asked Joss Whedon why he left Twitter, and he said his reasoning was, um, he just needed to get away from it for a while. He needed to clear his mind. Now that this whole Avengers thing is done, um, and he's gonna be moving on to his next project, which is fucking huge news, too. Um, he just needs time to decompress and be away from pop culture and the internet and all that crap. And I don't blame him. That's got to be a tough fucking yeah. gig. I mean, Especially I, with people like us bitching about his movies. Hey, you bitch about them. I really do I love like Joss Whedon. I love it. I, I like him too. I just didn't like that last movie. And I'm sure that if I saw the four-hour-long cut, I'd be like, all right, fine. All my little qualms with this have been answered, but, you know, don't you make know, a movie even, that's that long if even, you're going to have to cut it down to two and a half hours. Even he was saying, like, it was a really big challenge. I don't think he likes the movie very much, honestly. Um, I don't think he's very happy with the way it came out. Just yeah. hearing the way he talks about it. Hearing the way he it. talks about it, yeah. Because he always saying like it was a really big challenge trying to fit everything in. Yeah. And he stated before that like he, you know, it's 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 so much, and you have to pack it into this one Every package. Every frame is just so dense. Every, shut up, Rick Berman. Um, but uh, but yeah, no, I I you can see kind of the tone of his interviews, especially now seeing it how the film is being received. Mm-hmm. Looking back at like when he's talking about the movie. He's, he doesn't seem that excited. Like, for the first Avengers movie, he was excited. Like, who who wouldn't be? Like, it's oh, yeah. fucking the Avengers. Like, he was really excited. And he also made the most, like, successful movie of all time. Oh, that was Titanic, sir. It didn't eclipse that? No, it didn't. Then of this century. Of this... Of this... Of, of movies that matter to the younger generation. Of movies that matter. You know, have I ever told you that when my sister had went to go see Titanic, when she was about 17 at the time when it was released... She didn't know that the boat sank at the end. Spoilers, bro. Yeah, oh yeah. Spoiler alert, the boat sinks. Spoiler alert, the Avengers win. Um, fucking A. I fucking wouldn't call a. it winning. Yeah. Spoiler alert, <laughs> they broke the box office. Um, yeah, have you heard like the whole Manny Pacquiao versus Floyd Mayweather fight? Was Actually, to- last time I we did one of these, I came out and got in a taxi, and the guy was like, so who won the fight? I'm like, what? The Avengers. You mean like... <laughs> that's literally what I thought. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? And then I was like, oh, I don't know. And then I went on my phone and I was like, the fight. <laughs> it 
to Google, and then it popped up, and apparently that was the biggest thing in the fucking world that week. Was it? Because I mean, it was huge. Well, like I mean, people, people were saying like, um, you know, it it injured the Avengers ticket sales by like nine billion dollars or something like that. Yeah, yeah, um, they, they did say that. Which I mean, this Fuck first the Avengers. I don't know, Ultron, not nine billion. How much was it? It something couldn't have been nine billion because it hasn't even. Nine million. million, yeah, it would have been nine million. Yeah, like, yeah, it was it was one of the aliens. Um, but like this, the when I mean not the Wednesday, the Thursday premiere has already eclipsed drastically the release of the first film, especially for that Thursday night, and that was a cult fucking phenomenon. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, talking about the fight, never it was, underestimate the fight, dude. Never underestimate hashtag the Fight Club. We don't. Talk, oh no, wait. Never oh. underestimate the slap. <laughs> hashtag season two of the slap. Save the slap. Get it trending. Um. <laughs> But people, people, it's, remember when we did those save Constantine bumps at the beginning uh, of that? I'm gonna do save the slap. Save. I'm gonna put that in the front of every you, episode Pino. from now on. Hashtag save this. And they're gonna be like, gonna it was Beetle a miniseries. Borgs. We're I'm, not bringing it back. And I'm like, but you must. I'm gonna Beetleborgs that intro. Three typical <laughs> average slaps. Bring back the slap. <laughs> but people, and then bring back the slap. <laughs> but people were asking me all week, like, dude, are you ready for the fight? How how pumped are you for the fight? And I was like, oh, I am so ready for the fight. I'm so excited. Because in my mind, they were talking about, you know, the Machinima, Bat in the Sun, Green Ranger versus <laughs> Ryu fight that was coming out two days later. That's adorable. And I was going like, oh, fuck yeah, the Green Ranger is going to kick his ass. And they're like, what the what? No. Because <laughs> that, and then they're like, well. What the Green Ranger? I'm like, yeah, the <laughs> Green Ranger and Ryu. That's what you're talking about, right? And like, no, we're talking about the Floyd Mayweather fight. And I'm like, the who? Like, yeah, um, they were talking about that on um, Harmontown recently, and uh, his, his, his lady, ta- his lady friend, uh, asked a very good question. Like, what what is it about? these types of fights that are so big and they were like well your boxing is really popular but i don't think that's what you meant i totally relate to her question because i'm like why this particular fight it's not like this super bowl right where you have a bunch of games leading up to one game because it doesn't come it's not on a regular basis this happens like once every five or six years completely irregularly they'll just be like oh well now we got these two people fighting each other Shut up. Shut up! Oh my please. God, NYPD! Jesus Christ! If it's if it's, a, if it's an ambulance, it's, it's okay. the worst thing you've ever done, NYPD. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I wanted to piss off Twitter. Just, just mentioned something about um, feminism. Oh, we're gonna get back to that. Um, because where, I think that where were we going? We segued into something about uh, Joss Whedon leaving. Joss Whedon. See, and the thing is, I've I've had this conversation before, and a lot of people will get upset, like, "Oh, the feminists are feminism at its root concept is a fantastic idea, equal rights for oh, yeah, both men and women." The problem that we it's have, common sense. Yeah, it, it it's it. Well, I mean, it should be unless you're part of the GOP. It should be common sense. Um, but the problem is, there aren't many, quote unquote, feminists that go completely off the deep end. There aren't that many. Mm-hmm. The problem is, so much attention is given to such a small fraction of that populace that it voids the efforts of every legitimate person out there. Well, it's the same with anything else, right? I mean, the people shouting the loudest are going to be the ones that get the most attention, and those people tend to be fucking idiots. Um, with this Joss Whedon thing, I was really confused. Yeah, Although, how the fuck? How the fuck are you going to claim here's that the thing. Josh Whedon is misogynist? He fucking created Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Right. 
Yes, absolutely. But we had this almost the same discussion um, with the the last episode we had Xenon when we were talking about the Batgirl cover that got a mm. lot of controversy, the Killing Joke cover. Mm-hmm. Um, this time around, it, it's almost the same thing where like you take this very innocuous thing that happened and they blew it up out of proportion. Yeah. But on Twitter, it is so fucking loud. Now, like, when you talk about, like, other crazy groups, and I think this is why people conflate feminists with crazy, wacko, militant feminists that don't really make any sense, um, is because it's just so prevalent online right now. It is so fucking fashionable. Like, you, I see it on my Facebook feed. I see it on Twitter. But, like, people are bitching about the stupidest shit. I'm like, the um, first of... Two comments that he had made recently that got him into trouble. Do you know the thing where they asked him, um, some interviewer asked him, uh, how is it that you write such strong female characters or such good female characters? And his response was um, very similar to what George R. R. Martin said. He's got the. You just write them as people. Yeah, he's like, it's a crazy concept. I just think of women as people. and Joss Whedon was basically saying the same thing, and he's like, it's no different than writing a man character, except they don't have a penis and balls. Which was his exact... Actually, no, his exact quote was, peeny slash balls, which was hilarious. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was... The entire week, I'm like just thinking, peeny balls. Um, anyway, this isn't a feminism thing. This is just more hardcore, like, crazy liberalism. Anyway. They got angry at him. To the point that they were sending death threats. Hundreds and, like, thousands of people losing their shit over that comment because there are a lot of people these days that identify as women that actually do have peeny balls. <laughs> peeny slash balls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that was enough to make... that. That's enough to make you want to kill a man, right? Um, just... Be- the thing about that is, like, he's not coming out against people that are transgendered he wasn't even thinking about people that were transgendered. Maybe he didn't like didn't put the safety on to make sure he didn't offend a single person in the world. But it, to me, I think people were just looking for something to bitch about. Oh yeah. Cuz how can you bitch about really anything Marvel's doing at this point? But there's there's a massive difference between somebody that's actually bigoted or transphobic or homophobic, femininophobic or whatever, um misogynist and somebody that's just speaking out of term. Like, yeah. if the intent isn't there, what the fuck are you so mad about? If he had been like, no, only biological females get to identify as women, then I'd be like, yeah, you know, it's kind of a dick thing to say. No pun intended. Um, but he had no... He, malintent. Not, yeah, he had no malintent. He was not saying that fucking at all. So fuck you, Michael. Wait, what? I saw all your tweets to Joss Whedon saying, I've got peeny balls and I'm a lady. Shut the fuck. <laughs> this is why I hate you. This is why I answer the phone as Pizza Hut. Wow. <sighs> Pizza Hut Canal Street. Shut the fuck. Anyways, Joss Whedon also in the news this week for being in the running, I guess, to direct. We didn't even get to that yet. No. We did the other thing. Why were they upset about Avengers? What What is this whole Black Widow thing? Because uh, I've seen like variations on this argument people i guess are saying that um since in the first film it was well the first avengers it was going to be established that she had a relationship with hawkeye then they had a thing in winter soldier now she has a thing with a hulk uh, they're just throwing that romance oh, that was another thing around. like jeremy renner got in trouble because he called jeremy her a renner slut. and chris evans yeah but it, it, 
and again, they were joking. There was no malintent, so shut the fuck up. Yeah, well, well what they said was... We just uh, live in this age where you can't say anything. Yeah, well, they asked her, like, you know, where, where did this romance go? And Jeremy Renner did this overtly sarcastic, like, yeah, she's such such a slut, you know, like... And, you know, they, they've stayed in on... Like, okay, I can see, like, listen... No, you, shut the fuck up, because you know what that sarcasm meant? He's making fun of the, the people opposite, that yeah. slut shame and doing all of that. Yeah. He's totally on your side, so shut the fuck up. Yeah, no, I was just going to say, like, it's it's still very much... Like, Age of Ultron, I kind of view as a children's movie. Winter Soldier, I don't. But Age of Ultron, I kind of view as a children's movie. And having True. that, like, you don't want to use those words, you know, for children. Oh, but they asked him on The Tonight Show if there are children watching... And it wasn't even The Tonight Show, it was like Conan, wasn't it? If you're up at midnight watching late night television... I did. Yeah. I turned out great. I'm just saying, it's like, you're either old enough not to care, or your parents aren't responsible. Don't blame Jeremy McGrenner for that. It's not like he went nope, to the Kids' Choice fault. Awards and was like, slut, she's a fucking whore. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, no one knows what the Kids' Choice Awards are, because uh, no one watched the MTV Choice Awards this past year. Thanks, Nickelo- Game of Thrones. Nickelodeon is Kids' Choice Awards. Oh, is it? Which one's MTV? Because I thought that was Kids' Choice Awards, too. They have uh, Teen Choice Awards, maybe? <laughs> No, Kids Twilight Choice Awards. wins every award. Kids Choice Awards is a major reputable award ceremony. Oh uh, yeah, much more reputable than the Academy Awards. <laughs> Actually, probably. Yeah, that that was not a joke. I am completely serious. I will more so trust the Kids Choice Award than that. You know, it, it was funny because I think it was uh the Kids Choice Awards. Man of Steel, Man of Steel was not nominated for like a single category for the Kids Choice Awards. If there was well, good because if there was it was any not award, a children's movie at if, all. If there was any move, if there was any award show at all that that would have been gunning for, it would have been that one. Mm, I don't know. I don't know how that gets picked though. Like who selects the things that are going to be entered into the Kids Choice Awards? I don't know why I would know that, but I'm just saying I don't. It's probably like it's Nickelodeon choosing it. So if it's a movie that's like overtly not for kids, and it's going to piss a lot of people off, because can you imagine um, like <laughs> all of the angry mothers that would have written in and complained had they nominated Man of Steel, and then their kids went and watched Man of Steel, and then they had nightmares forever about six thousand nine elevens a minute. <laughs> you know, I was actually talking to someone recently. Buddy Bullshit, S- buddy Steve. I don't um, have any friends. I don't. I just have you. That's so you're right. Bad. I don't have any friends. <laughs> I was talking to my buddy. I can buddy think of no greater hell than that. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking to my buddy Steve, and he was adamantly trying to defend Man of Steel, and he was saying, "No, see, because when Superman would throw Zod through a building, he used his X-ray vision to know that there wasn't anyone in the building in the path that he was throwing him through. So that means that he valid point." If that were the case, but it was obviously not because Zack Snyder is not exactly a director known for his subtlety. Or it, and that's what I said. <laughs> he's, he's not someone like you. Honestly, think Zack Snyder is going to think that much about something? If he did, he, he would have made an overt sequence where you saw it in so, slow motion. Yeah, desaturated. Well, it would have started in slow motion, then it would have fed sped up to like super fast motion, like three hundred. And the movie would have been four hours and fifteen minutes. <sighs> Felt like it. Good lord. Yeah, but let's yeah. You gotta put it in retrospect. He he fought Zod for all of four minutes in that movie. Wait, why are you defending Man of Steel now? You I'm, were just 
lambasting your friend for yeah, adamantly I, defending Man of Steel. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, you said this guy. He's not even a person in my mind anymore. Is what you said. What? You said he was subhuman slime because he liked the movie Man of Steel. And if you ever see him again, you're going to cut his head off and then poop down his neck hole. <laughs> I think it's called your throat. Is well, that, it's just a neck what, hole at that point. Is that what he sound like <laughs> through the Pinot filter? Basically. Is that like... what? Let's let's take the script. Okay, what, what can we take and put through the script of Pinot filter? That. What would that sound like through the script of Pinot filter? I can't even say it. <laughs> The thing that just came to my mind, I can't say. I'm going to cut that out. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Okay. Um, Joss Whedon. Anyways, also in the news this week, he is in talks. You didn't tell me what the problem with Natasha was. I I did tell you Natasha Romanov, not your ex. Um, There's a lot of problems with her, I'm assuming. What, what? No, but like, what is the controversy? A, I, I said it. That was part of it, but then the other thing was that like she was damsel or something. I don't know. You know, oh, what? Yeah, I don't care anymore. At because... one point in the movie, she gets captured by the big hulking mechanized death machine. She didn't have any superpowers either. I'm gonna point that out. <laughs> Hawkeye didn't have a superpower except for being badass. I, I'll, I'll agree in as much as like I didn't. And foreshadowing how much he's gonna die in the next movie. I, I'll agree with him in as much as like I didn't like, <laughs> I didn't like the whole storyline, the whole Black Widow storyline. Didn't think it really it went anywhere. It felt kind of forced, and you know, not it only did. did it feel forced, like and it was unnecessary. They, it was like yeah. it didn't. When they gave it the reasoning, like oh, you know, everyone that I've known, and you know, they've all been fighters, so you know, it would make sense that she like falls in love with the guy that's not the fighter. Oh, and I totally got that. Um, that makes sense. I liked but... that monologue that she gives, and that monologue caused a lot of controversy because there were there were a bunch of people that I heard complaining that because she says that she's sterilized after the program that she went through, and then she says that she's a monster too, um, and a lot of people are drawing the ridiculously asinine conclusion that she's saying that because she's sterilized she's a monster but that's fucking stupid she's saying no she's, she's a, a monster because she's a murderous murder psychopath <laughs> and she got out of that but you, again like they people will get mad at literally anything it's the internet we live in this fucking world of babies like, you can't do anything well, without I mean, people <laughs> bitching and moaning about it. A majority of this controversy does originate from Twitter, and Twitter is kind of where it's propagated it's the Tumblr. most. Oh, man. It gets echoed through Twitter, but it all starts on Tumblr. Tumblr, is a, give a, shit Tumblr, about Tumblr. is a cancer. I don't give a shit about Tumblr. But it, it, it's propagated on Twitter, and I think the problem with that is that you can't communicate depth in 180 characters. No, not even 180. 120 characters no are left. But there's no depth in the arguments that they're making. Exactly, so like, you can't you defend it. Yeah. They're like, but you're I... a racist, and you're like, oh, why? You're a racist hack, Joss Whedon. I mean, sexist. I mean, transphobic. I mean, go die. <laughs> I'm in Big back Firefly. <laughs> what is it? What? What is it about something like that? What is What is wrong with someone's psychology that that w- that's your thing? Like that will literally make you want to kill someone. I don't know. Those. I mean, those. There was a the thing about my psychology after I saw the what they did to the Resident Evil franchise. Um, I wanted to kill someone, particularly Paul W. S. Anderson. But oh, well, then, bravo. one of those people. At least they're. But luckily, at least I, they're fighting for some warped sense of social justice. Yeah, you just like video games too much. Yeah, but but at that point, I was not on Twitter, so I couldn't really communicate that rage. So that rage just bubbled inside of my chest until it manifests in a way that just dissolves sugar at a miraculously fast rate. Mm-hmm. No, it just it amazes me that people. 
Hey, like on Twitter, when you're actually communicating with the person themselves, like it, it, it's removed to an extent, but that's still a matter of me telling you that I want you to die. That's like direct communication. It's like yeah, well, you do that to me on a regular basis. Anyway, it's, it's different because what are you gonna do? Fuck you. Active, act preemptively. And run away to Japan next week. Yeah, exactly. I'm excited. <laughs> Whole 11 days where I won't even be in the same country as you. <laughs> you fuck. Ouch. <laughs> um, I forgot what we were talking about. Joss Whedon. Yeah, Twitter, Joss, Joss Whedon. Whedon. Joss Whedon. Star Wars. Joss Whedon, Star Wars. Star Wars, Joss Whedon. Joss Whedon's Star Wars. Yeah, he's directing episode 26 or something. What is this? Uh, episode 9, allegedly. Now, I, there was there was some kind of... Toss up in the air about um, who is going to be directing. So JJ is doing the first two, correct? No, Der- JJ is doing the first one. Okay, who's doing Gareth the second one? Evans? I believe is doing the second one. Uh, who oh no 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 no! Not Gareth Evans. Um, Gareth Evans is doing the spinoff. Yeah, he's doing the Boba Fett one. I think. I think Boba Fett or Re- uh, Rogue One, one of the two. Oh. oh God, I know he's the guy who directs. I know the movie. Because I, I remember hearing the announcement, I was really excited. Jeff. I know the name. Video, just killing time before. Ryan Johnson is directing episode eight. That is not Gareth Edwards. Yeah, Ryan Johnson is directing episode eight. Who that? He directed Looper. Okay. Yeah. I like that movie. I thought it was fantastic. Um, I think. And some aspects of it were annoying. I hated that kid. I liked the kid. It was murderous. In, like, I the, saw some myself in him. This is a slow motion sequence where he's freaking out. Yeah, like a kid going through a tantrum is never scary. That's the thing. It's what about just, when he can make you blow up? Well, that that was the idea, but like slowing it down to such a ridiculous rate, it just like it just enhances the fact that this isn't scary. Really? Yeah. I I was just kind of like confused. Like, why is he? Why is it in slow mo? And the guy popped, and I was like, oh shit. What else did he do? I don't know. Why'd you ask me after I closed IMDb? Fucking asshole. I don't know. I can um, cut this out. I probably won't. But you, you, every time you say that, well, I got a lot of cut out at the beginning of this. There's a lot of stopping and starting and talking. He about directed shit. three episodes of Breaking Bad. Two. All right, sold. Just kidding. I love Breaking Bad. I do. Directed a, three short films. A movie called Brick, of which I have not heard of. Wait, he's done three episodes of Breaking Bad, a couple short films in Looper, and then they gave him Star Wars. Yeah, that's impressive. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, and and for the longest time it was up in the air whether who was going to direct episode nine and Joss, I mean not Joss, I mean J.J. Abrams' name was thrown around a couple times like oh maybe he'll come back to do episode nine, and uh, eventually just circled back to like fuck it let's give it to Joss Whedon he's still at Disney he's under contract, It'd be great. Mm-hmm. So while this hasn't been confirmed nor denied yet, it's uh, it's I'm I'm thinking that it's something that looks highly probable. What do you think about that? I mean, I like Joss Whedon, too, and I know that you like Joss Whedon, but how do you feel he would tackle Star Wars? You know, I'm not sure, because my, my my perspective of Joss Whedon is that his biggest strength is being able to handle a team. Mm-hmm. A team coherently. That's why I thought The Avengers was perfect, because he brought an entire team together, made every character relevant, gave every character the appropriate amount of screen time, and didn't feel like the movie was focused on one character yeah. enough. Which, you know, give it to the hands of the other director, they would have made it the Iron Man show also with Captain America. Or, in this case, the Batman show also with Man of Steel. Um, no, let's just keep it the Batman show I saw in the end of Steel. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, I mean, Star Wars, yes, there is an ensemble cast, but 
it's essentially the hero's journey and not the team's journey. Yeah. Um, so I don't know how that would feel. I, 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 I agree with you 100%. My thing is just like, I, he's... He doesn't seem very Star Wars to me. Yeah. I, I would love to see, like, um, a Joss Whedon film set in the Star Wars universe. Like, maybe give him one of the spinoffs, yeah. which we're getting, like, 50 million spinoffs yeah. a year. But I'm just like, I, of what I've seen of his, I I don't know. It's just aesthetically nothing, nothing different. Nothing Star Wars. Even Firefly mm-hmm. and Serenity, the closest, uh, well, the science fiction-iest thing that he's done, um has a very particular tone. And yeah. I, I love Firefly. I love Serenity. I have the pistol sitting on my counter um i i adore that series that's what that is yeah it's a pistol from fire i thought that was a butt plug oops wait you didn't what um but but i mean despite looking beautiful uh it has a very particular style to it and i don't think that necessarily screams star wars no not like main saga stuff yeah not like like when you not like when everyone was watching star trek and going oh my god jj abrams should be doing star wars yeah, and that's the thing. It's like J.J. Abrams is the perfect choice. Um, I don't know about that Looper guy either. I've only seen that one movie, and I guess I saw three it was, episodes. It was a of good movie, Bad. yeah. But yeah, sure, but it, like that didn't really scream uh, I know, Star Wars to me either. I know another name that was being tossed around when Star Wars Episode Seven was first being plugged was um, God. I didn't not just say the word plugged after that. Anyways, um, was first being uh, created was uh, Matthew Vaughn. Which I thought would have been weird. Vince Vaughn. Matthew Vaughn. I can't believe Vince Vaughn, Matthew Vaughn. was going to direct Star Matthew Wars. Matthew Vaughn. I could see Matthew it. Vaughn. I liked Matthew him Vaughn. old school. Long Matthew Vaughn. <laughs> long came Polly. Um, but uh, but that was that was a name that was also being tossed around a lot. Wait, so he I wasn't don't... in a Long Came Polly. Never mind. But but that was a name that was being tossed around a lot. So I don't know what, if that would ever come to fruition. Have you actually seen the trailer for Rogue One? They no, have a was there it. a trailer already? Yeah, there was one at Celebration, out? Star Wars Celebration. Is that going to be a summer release? Uh, you know, I'm not sure. I think it's supposed to come out two years from now. But it was literally just a teaser where um, it's basically like this. You're kind of seeing this overhead through a forest, and the camera kind of pans up a little bit, so you're going through this forest. And you just hear, like, this radio chatter, like, some really badass, like intense radio chatter of like what you you know you assume are pilots, and it's like yup yup, yup yup yup. Uh, no, um, but it's you know like people just like screaming like you know radio chatter, like what a dogfight would be, and the camera pans up a little more and you see the Death Star there. So, oh, they blew it up though. Yeah, where's this set? Uh, build another one. Well, it's it's like they did the, it twice and it blew up twice. After that, I changed my. Strategy. After what bank is gonna loan them the money? <laughs> Here's our track record. Right. We we built one. It was a destructo planet death machine. Oh, what happened? It was blown up by a single man starfighter. <laughs> okay. Um. What about the second one? We just gave you, you know, billions and billions of Republic credits in order to give you. It blew up too. How? By a five man starfighter, motherfucker! <laughs> blown up by a bunch of teddy bears with sticks. Oh God. Um, uh, yeah, I. Yeah. That's weird. Um, you know, I don't know how I feel about doing another Death Star. I mean, whatever. I'm sure it'll work, but. Or maybe it's. Why not choose something factoring. new? Yeah, maybe it's a. Yeah, maybe it is. One of the things we don't know. We don't know. That's why we speculate. We have a podcast. All we do is speculate. Yeah. Um. I think. No one cares. I know. I see our numbers. <laughs> 
What do you think? No, I was... I I didn't. I was going to make something up, and then you cut me off, and then now it's done. The moment has <laughs> passed. Well, I, I, it looks like a very interesting concept. I'm very excited to see what they do with the Star Wars spinoff films, because other than the expanded universe or the Clone Wars television series, we haven't really had an in-depth look, especially not a live-action one, um, at what Star Wars is like from a smaller scale. And you know what's weird? It's like Disney eventually is going to be shooting themselves in the foot financially because they've got all of these Marvel movies and then they've got all of these Star Wars movies where they said that we're going to get a Star Wars movie every year. Eventually it's just going to be like Star Wars opening against Marvel opening against actual Disney movies, opening against Pixar, and, like, everybody's, like, they're going to steal all of their box office earnings from themselves. Well, when that happens, that will actually be the point where Disney has acquired all of the money in the world, Mm -hmm. and so it's basically, people are just, the economy has become Disney. Oh, and it'll be... We don't use dollars, we don't use pounds, we don't use yen, we use Disney-fines. No, they actually they, they have Disney dollars. Disney like, dollars. That I don't know if they still have them, but that was like a big thing, which was ridiculous. They made fun of it on The Simpsons, but um, you would give them a bunch of money, and then they would give you a bunch of fake money with Mickey Mouse on it that you could only use inside of the Disney parks. Awesome. Um, so that's gonna be what our currency. That's gonna is be gonna our be currency. Um, so it'll base basically all the funds will be basically you know recycling through the Disney machine. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a brilliant concept if you think about it. It because, really like, is. By the They're time you leave the, the world. if you by the time you leave the park, if you're leaving at like closing time, uh, you're not going to want to go stand in line for six hours to go get your money returned into real dollars. So you're going to just take on that Disney dollar crap. Use I'll use it in the future. I'll just come back. No, it expires tomorrow. Far. <laughs> Thank you for free money. God, they own everything. <laughs> Actually, speaking of which, they're also doing another Indiana Jones movie that's been confirmed. Oh. Yeah, it's. I don't think it's been confirmed as of yet that Chris Pratt will be playing Indiana Jones, but at this point, Chris Pratt will probably be playing Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. In other casting news, um, the person it's better than Harrison Ford playing Indiana Jones at this point. He's <laughs> so sleepy. Um, Part time. <laughs> Oh, another casting news is, uh, if you haven't heard, the person who hasn't been confirmed nor denied to play Peter Parker uh, is Asa Butterfield. Yeah, Laura and I were talking about that. Um, in the Because who was the other kid that was uh, in the there front were, running? There were a bunch it, of kids. It, no, they they had it like narrowed down to two Did they? last week, yeah, from what I'd heard. His name was completely bland and I can't think of it, but like his other big claim to fame is he played Billy Elliot on Broadway once. Huh. And I'm like, why? But why? Why are we casting um, English kids as Spider-Man still? Have you learned nothing? Did you see what happened in the last movie? God, I hated the. I actually really, really did not like what's his name as Peter Andrew Parker. Garfield. Yeah, I didn't. I think they were just so inconsistent with what they wanted to do with this character. I, I well, I don't know if it was just that his direction was bad. What direction? He went in, like, eight different directions. But that's what I'm saying. Is like, maybe that was the case. Uh, like, from a director's perspective. Not him as an actor. He Maybe he wasn't getting the right direction and they're telling him to do stupid shit. But then as an actor, you should be able to fucking direct yourself. If you're getting a bunch of stupid notes, just do the thing. I mean, you'd say that, but have you seen the Star Wars prequels? Took a lot of really great actors and got the absolute worst performances from that's all of what them. What happens when you put them in a big green box and say... 
It's pretend. It's pretend magic. Make pretend. It's a space adventure. No, it's a big green box. Imagination. <laughs> God, that's George like, Lucas. It's really amazing that they even got the performances that they did out of those people because that had to have been fucking just retarded difficult. Well, you know, and you know one of the things too, I was talking about someone else and they they were saying, you know, are the Star Wars movies like 7, 8, 9 going to be weird because they're all directed by different people? And I said, like, well, the original Star Wars trilogy was all directed by different people. I mean, the first one was arguably directed by George Lucas. Um, and yeah. Empire and uh, Revenge of the Jedi were directed by two different people. Irving Kirshner and that other guy. Yeah, Irving was. Kirshner directed Empire. And um, well, Who directed Jedi? I can't remember. It's Lawrence something Lawrence. Lawrence of Arabia directed Empire. I mean, um, Return. Joey, Joey Lawrence. And, uh, and, you know, they kept it not only interesting, but the tones changed throughout the franchise, and that made sense. Um, you, you know, with each take, you got a different perspective on what it would be. Uh-huh. When you had George Lucas, not only did you get a really, really shitty perspective, but you got that same really shitty perspective three times over. Yeah. And each episode was just as bland and boring as the last. What what do you think happened with that? You know a lot of Star Wars crap. You are a much bigger Star Wars fan than I am. Why did he decide... A, to direct all three prequels. Maybe that's just an ego thing. But then why didn't he also direct Empire and Jedi? Um, I think he... Because he really didn't like Star Wars. Especially the final cut. I could cut. tell. When the final cut came out... I've seen the prequels. He's... <laughs> no, the original Star Wars. Star Wars, Star yeah. Wars. When Star Wars was originally released, he's he's been on the record saying that he d- he was not happy with the results. He said the only thing he liked was the music, was John Williams' score. That's so, kind of funny because it's the only thing I liked, I liked about, about the, the prequels. prequels. Yeah, um, but uh, but I think it's not having that creative dictatorship, being mm-hmm. in the director's chair. Because being in the director's chair, you can have that creative dictatorship almost solely. And uh, you know, George Lucas has been on the record as many times like. His whole life, he's been trying to pander to, like, the studio and to pander to, like, the audience in order to get the project made off the ground in the first place. Now that he has the ability to create it from, you know, the one perspective, he wants to do it all himself. So he's lost the ability to have people help him. Well, he even said uh, way back in the day before the prequels that he never considered himself much of a director. Yeah, it shows. Yeah. Fuck, does it show? So I, 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 I agree with him. Um... But no, I just think it's shitty. Star Wars prequels, too bad. But, but the thing is, um, but about that, like he he's he no longer like he wanted to direct, he wanted to produce, he wanted to write it because he wanted to have singular soul control, and he stated like he's earned that right. I mean, he, yeah, I, I can't say that he hasn't had. Well, he hasn't anymore. He revoked. The, he he lost that right. Yeah, thank God. But what <laughs> what the studio should have done? Because with literally any other franchise, if the first installation sucked as hard as the Phantom Menace did, the studio would have pulled back and been like, you know what? Let's. Well, there wasn't a studio. Let's let's. It was, just it was Fox. Film. Yeah. Well, I mean, Fox is technically has the distribution rights, but like. Yeah, but that's the distribution rights. Like the making of it. As soon as yeah, I mean, but. I don't know. Phantom Menace was financially successful. Yeah, but but so anything else. Actually, all three of them were really financially successful. Yeah, but anything else, like they would have been like pulled back. Like, okay, let's let's oh, see what we can fix totally, here. But, but I'm sure he had that written into his contract because it was his property. Yeah. Um, big old green Lucas film right there on the front of it. Oh, fuck that. Um, trailer. 
You know, that actually really pissed me off about that. Putting Lucasfilm? Putting Lucasfilm at the beginning of it. It really pissed me off. Still a beginning of the good ones, too, so whatever. Not the original ones. It's uh, Well, it's definitely on the re-releases. Yeah. Those left me with a good taste in my I mouth. see the original ones in the 70s. Not that I wasn't around back then. I was just... I have them. They're sitting on that shelf, which I totally obtained legally. You go eat a dick, Chan. The only thing, the only Star Wars one that I want on that I don't have is the Christmas special. <laughs> yeah. But, um. Yeah, Star Wars, man. Star Wars, fucking Star Wars. <laughs> Shout out to Red Letter Media. You um, know, we were talking about um, Peter Parker just now, and I kind of wanted to circle back to that. Peter Parker, Ace of Butterfield. Um, he. Was... How do you what, like? Um, not necessarily about the casting of him. How do you feel about them making him so young? Well, I mean, he's a high schooler. Yeah. Casting someone in high school would be. No, no, no. That's not what I, I'm not talking about. Ace of Butterfield. I'm like, why? What do you feel, or how, how do you feel about them casting Spider-Man so, making him so young? Like, making him so young. Putting him I in think, high school is what I I'm saying. I think it's going to bring a really interesting dynamic to the Marvel Universe, because so far, like, all the Avengers we have, like, Captain America's 90 years yeah, old, you yeah, know, Tony Stark's 50 years old. 30 like, to 50. They're all very much in this profession. This is their profession. They're in the profession of saving the world. Uh-huh. If you get that younger perspective, not only do you have a different take, but you also have kind of different priorities. You have a different viewpoint as to what it would be. You don't have the established sense of moral duty and justice. You have a child's established sense of moral duty and justice. But it's also like... So he could go save this person or he could go home and masturbate. You can have that dilemma. It's the Robin conundrum, right? It's like, for me anyway, it's like, why would the Avengers let this 15-year-old boy, super-powered or not, come and help them out for some reason it works in comics and you don't really question it when it happens on film i'm just like i don't know man well i think if it gets to the point where like thanos is literally raining hell down on new york city they're gonna be like and you're a superhero and you're they're gonna oprah the superheroes you're gonna you're a superhero and you're a superhero and you're a superhero i don't know i just got this real big problem with the idea of captain america letting a 15 year old go and fight a space war they're gonna turn to daredevil and be like you have powers like i'm blind all right let's go kick thanos's ass but like even if you were to say oh spider-man has superpowers he's not a regular little boy fine but you know Thanos is a pretty big deal, and he's got a whole space empire. So even if he is really strong and could do that thing, um, it's not going to help him much. You know what would be better than the Avengers? The Guardians of the Galaxy? Missiles. (laughs) (laughs) Bombs. It'd be way more effective. That's probably why we don't utilize something like an Avengers initiative. I mean, to be fair, what really saved the day at the end of the first Avengers film? The nuclear bomb. Right. That should be the new Avenger. <laughs> Nuclear bomb. That would have been... I, w- I want to recut that when Captain America's like, okay, gotta go. Get the team in shape. And he just goes and it's a bunch of nuclear bombs. There's a bunch of missiles in a big silo. And they're like, why didn't we do this to begin with? It was common sense. Shoot a bigger gun at it. Uh, it's way better. It's like that Hydra base was fucked up. We should have just nuked it. <laughs> Remember Ultron? Wouldn't have been a problem if we nuked the fucker. I mean, it's really tough metal, but nuclear bomb. It's as hot as the fucking sun. <laughs> the most versatile metal in the world. And they, they made, made it. The what the fuck is... Yeah. 
speaking of explosions, um, living in Midtown, New York, you get accustomed to hearing weird, fucked up shit um, every day. Uh, most recent of which I've grown accustomed to hearing is that of the sound of an explosion. Uh, so this past Wednesday, mm-hmm. at uh, about 10 a.m., there was an explosion literally out front of my apartment. What actually happened? You said it was a gas leak. It was a gas leak. There it was wasn't a- just any old explosion. It was a, like the manholes blew up. It was in the, the sewer, right? The man. It, it was in. It, I wouldn't say it was in the sewer necessarily. I'm not sure, but it. Oh, it just like, fucked up all the wiring. It. Yeah, well, in the building, but like no, it on like in the five block radius. Because like when I read about it in the news, they said it was a manhole explosion. Yeah, and what happened was the manholes in the area, they were blown off the ground and then they shattered. How much? How much force? Is That's it, impressive. How much you know force how does it take? Heavy, a manhole is. Like I know who knows. Cover. You know who knows? Who? Superhero static shock. <laughs> yep. Um, but, but no, the, and like manholes, like in the area, I guess they exploded and they shattered and they fell back down. But this first explosion went off around 10 a.m. Um, and I was laying in my bed. I was more or less awake. Um. Wait, what day was this? Wednesday. Why weren't you in school, young man? my final started at 1230. Why were you in bed at 1030? Because it takes me half an hour to get sc- This is beside the point. Um, so an explosion went off literally shook the building and when a building that's straight up just made of concrete and brick when that shakes you did it's not supposed to do that uh so i got up i looked outside the window and everyone was going about their regular manhattan days if nothing had been wrong so i'm like yeah because huh. it's fucking manhattan bro a that's weird b they're manhattan so they don't give a shit so i laid back down as soon as i laid back down there was another huge fucking explosion, and the whole building shook again. It was at that point That's where amazing. I realized... We are in a skyscraper right now. Yeah, and it shook like a motherfucker. Um, and so I realized, like, oh my god, something's wrong. So I went back to my window, I opened the window, and all I saw... Because uh, my view is a little obstructive with the corner of the building being right there. All mm-hmm. I saw was people sprinting down the street, and NYPD in the middle of the road going... Get off the roads! Get inside! Get to safety! And my... I shit you not, my initial thought was, Oh my god, the The Chitauri are attacking. (laughs) Someone call Robert Downey Jr. Captain America's down there giving orders to the NYPD. And then my my second thought was, Well, it's ISIS. Fuck. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, like, why was that not your first thought? It's fucking New York, bro. (laughs) Well, the reason why I moved to New York is because of the high probability of comic book heroes and alien invasions happening. Mm-hmm. Legit my reasons. How many times has that happened since you've lived here? Oh, uh, well, I mean, in my mind, a couple. Oh. According to movies, a lot. I saw Spider-Man walking out of Dwayne Reed a bunch of times when I lived here. Yeah. yeah he's a Times Square performer. Yeah. Well, are you sure? Are you sure that's not actually Spider-Man? I guess I'm not, but he was wearing a backpack, which looked weird. Oh. But well, like, well, it was did like that a Amazing Spider-Man, like really, really good-looking Spider-Man. Andrew costume. Garfield did that in the Amazing Spider-Man. He wore the backpack while he was Spider-Man. I'm sorry, what is that? Is that a movie? Yeah, well, I mean, was this a comic book that I didn't see? Uh, read? But um, a video game. You know, it was actually I really love that in the the second Sam Raimi Spider-Man film where he was just coming down in the elevator and the guy's like, "Cool Spidey outfit." Like, yeah, it was House Sparks. It? Yeah, that was hilarious. Kind of rides up in the crotch a bit, <laughs> but um, but no, it's uh, but yeah, so so that happened, and uh, thank thankfully no one was hurt. Thankfully no one was hurt. Um, downside, it, from what I understand, uh, the wiring at the building for the internet for multiple different agencies, 
uh, well, the technical term that I heard was completely fried. Yeah. And our internet was down. If you're going to pick a city, like, where the internet goes down, I think, like, Macau, Tokyo, and New York are probably the Oh, it's ones. not even just a matter of it being New York City. It's this part of New York City. Oh, completely this business-driven? This is midtown Manhattan. This is the, um, basically the epicenter of American commerce. Uh, that'd be kind of fucked. Yeah. Really, um, I guess you could argue that the financial district would be that, but... Yeah, but so, but so that happened, and, um... You know, I went downstairs and I helped direct people like, oh, you know, the side. Bullshit! You're just pretending to be Captain America. I am Captain America. You fuck. Um, but uh, but so yeah, so that so that happened. Uh, knocked out the internet for about 23 hours. For 23 hours, I went to school, came back, had no idea what to do with myself. Right, masturbate. I couldn't even do that because I had no internet. Well, you have to do it like the pioneers. Use your imagination. What? Draw boobs on the wall and then. Oh, draw a wiener on the wall, and then, oh, draw a donkey Joss on the wall. wall. I don't know. Uh, I don't know what you're into. <laughs> draw Joss Whedon. Um, cover all the bases. You just have a really specific fetish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what would that be called? Joss, Joss Whedon? A Whedonite? I'm sure that exists already, but it's not what we're thinking you're of. You're a Whedophile. <laughs> Somewhere a drug dealer in comms going, oh shit, that's what I am. But, um, <laughs> wrong weed. It's funny because it's like how English people say pedophile. It's like pedophile? Pedophile. Well, I mean, technically, is it a pediatrician? Is it a pediatrician? Uh, no, we just fucked the word up. Because, oh, like, the Latin it would be, it's like the A-E with they're connected. Like an Aesop or Aesop, however you decide to mispronounce it. Or Americans. We pronounce, we pronounce and mispronounce things the way we want. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah. Anything else to say on that? On uh, your explosion? Yeah. Uh, yeah. How many Ninja Turtles died in that occurrence? I'm thinking at least four, and I'm hoping at I, least four so we don't get another movie. I was going to say, like, I'm pretty sure they were all dead to begin with after what, you know, the tragedy that befell, um, the turtle community a year or two ago. Yeah. Unfortunately, they did not have a cameo in Marvel's Daredevil. Maybe would have brought them back for at least a little bit. I'm kind of upset that there wasn't at least a tiny Easter egg there. Yeah. Like, just a little... A little, hey, look, those are turtles. What are they it's doing? Like, your son saved my life. And also... These four turtles. That goo got on my pet turtles. I'm going to throw them in the sewer. Because I don't want them no more. They're probably blind. <laughs> What it would have been awesome was that if that cameo was done by Christopher Walken. <laughs> would have been the best thing that ever happened. You put Christopher Walken in anything and it becomes 6,000% better. Balls of Fury. That movie will attest to that. Uh-huh. So yeah, you like. You the best him, of the worst movies ever. Yeah, put him in anything and it becomes at least tolerable. Ping pong. Or well, as, as the, the Chinese, Chinese say, ping pong. <laughs> Um, Uh, Constantine Constantine got cancelled Constantine was unfortunately cancelled However Well this is a double edged sword It could be a positive Yeah but you know what the problem was You were mean to fucking NBC on the phone Oh fuck them They had their finger on the switch They're like oh somebody's calling about Constantine I'll see what they have to say Maybe it'll put me over the edge And they're like oh this guy sounds like a fucking douchebag He likes the show Fuck him. <laughs> He's a jerk. 
He's literally one of those horrible internet people that will spit in your fucking mouth and then tell you to give them a hand job. That was the weirdest analogy that I <laughs> could have possibly made for that situation. That seemed like a little it was too the, personal. It was the first thing <laughs> that came to my mind. Say <laughs> a little something about your character. Uh. <laughs> give me hand job. Now jerk me off, you fuck. <laughs> In a- you can find Tyler Pino on <laughs> Grinder at uh, at Penis Man. That's not how Grinder works. Is it not? I don't know. Yeah, you do. Uh, well, I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, it, it has been canceled, and uh, we were talking about this earlier. That this, you know, it, it could be a positive disguised as a negative. Um, I would like to have gotten a definite confirmation that we're getting more Constantine. Mm-hmm. Again. Matt Ryan, the entire production crew, they do a brilliant job at making the show not only look beautiful, but having a fantastic tone. Um, however, being that it was NBC, it was kind of network television. Well, it, the thing is, the numbers just weren't there. Yeah. It's, it's not even like a big, like, it's not necessarily NBC's fault, but to well, sustain they a show. fucking put it on Friday night at 10 o'clock. Yeah, but if you think about fault. it, when else are they going to put it on? Because it's... It, it, I just it didn't belong on NBC it because it did not appeal to enough people to watch that hour. Um, yeah, to yeah. watch on that network at all. Yeah, it. Yeah, and you know, apparently from the numbers, it didn't appeal to a lot of people. Period. Um, okay. I but mean, it's a great show. Absolutely, but like it had its own little audience, niche audience, very niche audience. Um, and you don't need a huge audience, especially for something like Netflix or something that could sit there. And uh, accumulate an audience over time. I think Netflix would be the absolute perfect route to go. It would, because then they could do something that would be as tonally dark as Hellblazer is, and um, they could have you know they wouldn't be confined to. Oh well, you can't technically have them smoke. You can't have them push this button. You can't have them kill these people Absolutely. because that's morally bad for a protagonist to do. But you could have him on... cut somebody's head off with a car door. Yeah, and fucking you know spit in his mouth and ask him for a hand job. And it'd be okay because it's Netflix. He might um, he might do that. He's one of them bisexuals. Well, actually, you get a uh, hand job from a woman too. I just didn't think about it like that because the way I was picturing it was you were spitting into the mouth of a male NBC executive (laughs) because they don't hire women. Because of Joss Whedon. (laughs) Hashtag the slap. (laughs) Thanks, Obama. Um, But. (laughs) That's the revelation of the week. You could get a hand jab from a woman, too. <laughs> oh, God. Women got hands, right? Oh, God. Anything has a hand. Um, But, true. you know, it, 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 if it moved to Netflix, I think that would probably be the best possible audience for it. You could fucking advertise it next to Supernatural. I mean, Supernatural basically ripped off the show anyways. It's only natural for... Wait, wait what? Never mind. Um, no, no, no. What are you still talking about? Netflix or did yeah, you switch Netflix. over to the CW? No, I'm like, talking about Netflix. Okay. Well, yeah, because it's not Supernatural. I mean, Supernatural didn't end on the CW soon. Like yeah. in the final season. Oh, really? Well, it's been on for fucking ten ever. years. Yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, I mean, you can advertise on Netflix. You can have that dark grittiness that you can't put on network television because it's not conforming to normal television parameters. Um. Daredevil was the break of the convention. It was, it's being fucking hailed as you know beautiful and a masterpiece because it, it is. It's great. Mm-hmm. Um, I've not heard a single bad thing about it yet, other than the fact that we're Superman. Um, but but yeah, I mean, I'm I'm really, I'm really hopeful to see where Constantine goes. 
the other option was that he'd be moving to the CW. Um, Stephen Amell was actually tweeting out that he'd really like to see a co- uh, crossover with uh, John Constantine and Oliver Queen. Mm-hmm. Which would be great, because those are both yeah. characters that have such massively huge egos. I just don't give a shit about Oliver Queen. Yeah. I don't know how he is, because like, I don't watch the Arrow He's, show. I think Bruce Wayne. That's okay. all I need to do. Um, you mean on Arrow or just Yeah, on general? Arrow. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's and they, that would be really interesting. It'd be like Flash v. Arrow, which got fucking spectacularly high numbers. Uh-huh. And increased the audiences for both of those shows. Uh, you know, I mean... It could work. I'd necessarily, they probably won't go as dark as I'd like them to on the CW, but still, as I long would, as you don't fucking throw in a love triangle, I won't be pissed off. I would much rather just have them on Netflix. I would too. I don't need a crossover. Like, because I, I don't think that tonally it would be right for the CW. It wouldn't be right for the uh, atmosphere that they've created on the CW and those two shows. Yeah. Because I wouldn't... I wouldn't buy into the fact that this is one established universe, having mm. something as completely different as, you know, Constantine versus I mean, Arrow. CW does do Supernatural, and if what you say is true, and you're not a liar, uh, they're in their last season, then maybe that would be a decent replacement for them, so that's, uh, that's a possibility, but... That would be. And you know what I would really, really love to see? A crossover between Supernatural and Hellblazer. Yeah. Like, literally, really the funny. Hellblazer version of that episode would be five minutes long. Yeah, you just kind of sold me on that idea. Well... We'll go with that then. Yeah, like the lead. Go in, over to the CW. The the lead in into Constantine would be you know the Winchesters meeting John Constantine and him solving all their problems in like five minutes. What back from the dead? Pfft. Fuck it. Watch this. Vroom. Yeah. What dealing dealing with the first of the fallen? Watch this. I'll summon him, keep him in a circle, make him cure you of lung cancer. What's that? You don't have lung cancer? Fuck it. You got it now. <laughs> Let me take it away now. Like it. <laughs> no. It, it it would it would be that would honestly be everything I would have ever possibly dreamed for. You Shut up. Simple life. Yeah. I thought you were going to make a rude comment, but you didn't. So. You think I was going to spit in your mouth and ask for a hand job? Probably. Uh, you do that normally anyways. I don't know why you're still here. I don't, I, I don't know why security still lets me up. I don't I don't know either. I keep telling them, like, listen, this guy doesn't live here. Please don't let him up. And they, they just like, ah, oh, and I go back down. I'm like, no, seriously, he doesn't live here. Don't let him up. And yet here you are at my doorstep, and it pisses me off. Mm-hmm. Beyond comprehension. Anyways. Uh, what else is there, man? I don't know. I got a new phone. You know, I actually, speaking of iPhones, I went to... Um, you shut your whore mouth. There was a, uh, a meet and greet with uh, the people over from Machinima oh, yeah, ETC. Oh, yeah, we didn't talk about that. We didn't. Uh, it was a meet and greet with the people over from Machinima ETC. And if you don't follow Machinima ETC, you should really check them out. They do a, a great job of delivering weekly news on a consistent basis. Unlike some people. Unlike some fuckers. Um, but they, they have great programs, uh, you know, News Dump, Weekly Weird News, which basically gives you a Florida report every week. Any place where they teach you how to run from an alligator in elementary school is fucking weird. You're doing zigzag. Exactly! <laughs> Why, why the fuck? That's like stop, drop, and roll. Stop, drop, and roll. You you ingrained this into my head so much that I expected catching on, like, spontaneous combustion would be a bigger problem in my life than it has been so far. Did um he say that on one of the things? What? Did he say that he learned that in elementary school? Well, he learned it, yeah. I, I learned it in school, elementary yeah. school as well, but it, they didn't teach me that at school. That's just, like, common. That's, like, common folk knowledge. That's common Floridian knowledge. 
Well, yeah, Floridian folk knowledge. I mean, I, it's I, it's not built into the education system. Is that is that seriously Floridian? Is that how they are? Floridian it sounds like an element. Yeah. Well, what would they be? I don't know. What did you think they were? Florida people. <laughs> Those fucks. <laughs> Those Floridians. Um, we have a new element. It's called Floridianite. <laughs> what? Yeah, Floridian. Floridane. Sounds stupid. Floridas. What did you just do? <laughs> I broke my phone in half. I stepped on it. Um, Why did you take but, your case uh, off? Because I was going to show you. Because we had... Oh, they sign it? They had, yeah, they had... Is yours gold, too? Yeah, it is. Okay. They, they, had, a, they had a meet and a greet. And, uh, you know, they were, they were talking on the show, like, yeah, we'll maybe have six or seven people show up. They'll be great. Uh, and I go to this meetup, and there's literally a line, like, across an entire New York Avenue. And I'm like, whoa, fuck. Like, seriously, like, RoboCop was there. The, like, the good RoboCop was there. Um, oh, this guy in a costume... Um, and there was a bunch of people oh, and they're all waiting in line and stuff. And, uh, I was like, holy shit, like, this is the machinima line, right? I'm not fucking crazy. And my initial thought was like, six or seven people, my ass. And then, uh, you know, as the line was progressing, I was realizing that, wait, no, these are like gaming people. These are people off the actual machinima channel. I don't know any of these people. And then I saw, uh, the two guys who I was actually there to see, Ricky and Elliot, uh, at Edubarry and at Ricky for the win on twitter i'm sure uh, they needed that they did promotion they get hundreds of thousands of views but um but I, I saw them and they're basically like in they came and they stood out kind of in the street basically where the where they came in the street you know, you know where the just like just for everyone just else like for that one blending in with the rest of us new yorkers but uh but they they had this, they had this thing they had this big event and there was a panel and there was a backboard that had like machinima and they stood behind it in the area where traffic is meant to uh, kind of avert the lines. Uh, and they stood there along with, you know, nine or ten of the fans that were there to see them. And it mm. was great because we got to, like, talk to them. We, like, hung out. It was really great. They're really great people. You spit in their mouth. They gave you a hand exactly. job. Exactly. They were really great people. Um, really fantastic people. They're more down-to-earth than I ever would have imagined. Why? Like them being uh, Internet. Celebrities. Exactly, they're internet celebrities. Not like you expect them to be protected. regular celebrities that are actually like rich. Yeah, they. But yeah, but no, they're they're really great. They're really funny. Um, and uh, I actually, people were asking them to sign stuff, and their initial reaction was, "What? You want what?" And you were uh, like, "Will you sign my penis?" And they're like, "Well, we'll initial it." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Um, but but one person had them sign their forehead. That was hilarious. Uh, like you would you sign my foreskin? <laughs> but um but no i had them... like we're not touching your genitals kid get out of here <laughs> what are you 12 uh but no i i handed 13 them my... next week i had <laughs> it's the romeo and juliet law um but i handed them my phone it's iphone 6 <laughs> and i up. and i told <laughs> and i told them can you sign the phone please and they're, in... they're like what 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 do you mean sign the phone it's a it's a nice gold shiny iPhone six, and neither of them really like iPhones. So, so I said, yeah, no, I mean, like, it's a technically an improvement in my standards. I'd love to see you improve the phone. And so they, they said, all right, listen, kid. I didn't say kid, but that's what I imagine you're saying. Listen, They're kid. Like, listen, listen. You see here? Um, they said, listen, if we're gonna if we're gonna ruin your phone, we're gonna ruin it completely. So. <laughs> I just. I just figure you're like, okay, like they're going to do something cool. Yeah. And then they just throw it on the ground. And then they walk away. 
So then I was on the phone with the iPhone insurance and company. I I'm crying because my heroes hate me. I went back to the room and killed myself. <laughs> but um, but so I had it on the phone, and uh, Ricky took the phone and signed it, Ricky for the win, and under it where it has, you know, iPhone, like all elegantly placed in the back center of the phone, he put fuck before it and S after it. <laughs> so the phone now reads, fuck iPhones, Ricky for the win. And across the entire side of the top is ruined by Elliot. Now, Elliot, you're hilarious, you're great, but you seriously have the writing of a seven-year-old. But uh, it's it's fantastic. I couldn't be happier with my newly, quote-unquote, ruined phone. Don't you fucking dare wipe that shit off. Um, but yeah, that, w- that was great. Um, if you guys don't follow them, um, watch Machinima ETC. They're great. Good way to deliver news on a current, frequent basis with great commentary. Uh, unlike, you know, what other mediums you would probably... Rehash <laughs> old news with mediocre commentary. <laughs> And the occasional fucked up medical story. Yeah. I terrified with them with them with that, by the way. <clears throat> oh, did you tell them that? I ter- I terrified them with that. Oh, how did that go? I, what, like, tell oh, I know how it went. Yeah, well, I, I, we, but, we got to the topic of just, like, medical issues. We just got to the topic of our balls. Yeah, we did. It was right after the can you give me a hand job part of the sentence. But, um, we, we were talking about medical conditions. I'm like, yeah, I had a fucked up medical thing happened to me once. I explained in the story. Why were you talking about fucked up medical conditions? Because, uh, you know, it's what you talk about. Well, were you just, like, hanging out with them? Yeah. But, like, where? We hung out in the street. Oh. Yeah. We hung out for, like, I'd probably say a solid two hours. Pretty great. In the street? Yeah. Um, but it was pretty great. It was hot out that day. It was. Um, it's because they were there. No, um, it's, but, uh, but it was really great. Um, we were just talking about fucked up medical conditions, and, uh. <laughs> and you're like, let me show you my balls. And they're like, God damn it, Michael, we just said we are not touching your chest. <laughs> yeah. I was like, but come on, guys. <laughs> Please, I got a million ways to get my cock out right now. A million and one. I'll trick you into it. Somehow. Uh, it's in every Sign relationship I've been in ever. Uh... <laughs> Anyways, um... Did you tell them about our podcast? I did tell them about the podcast. They said good luck. Promptly the forgot what that was. Yeah, I was like, we have a podcast. It's oh, oh shit. Oh, would you listen to our podcast? I was like, oh god, no. I, you know what? I will touch your penis. Just anything <laughs> with that. Don't hit me with that shit. Um, I'll I'll maybe forward them the link on Twitter one day. Um, be like, hey, please. <laughs> You said it was this or my balls. <laughs> I chose this. <laughs> it was a second choice, but, you know, whatever. I chose my balls, and you said just kidding, and then I said this, and then you said I was <laughs> even more kidding about that. <laughs> oh, that fucking shit. Big circle of confusion. <clears throat> yeah. Anyway. Anyways. What's our time at? Oh, an hour 12. An hour 12? Minus, like, the 75 minutes I'm going to cut out. Well, that's just, you know, all your speaking portions. Yeah. Can't subject the audience to that kind of tone, that voice. I'll have to go in and alter all of the frequencies because I swear to God, if you make me sound like Miss Piggy, I will punch you in the face. Is he doing it? God damn it. I just wanted to um, have a lot of time where only you were talking. That way, when I edit it to make you sound like Miss Piggy in that segment... 
Um, I don't have to worry about my voice warping either. <laughs> Fuck you, Pino. It's an editing trick. You know what's an editing trick? Your face. Your face is fucking... I, you know what? <sighs> How many, like, emergencies could there possibly be? It's New York. How many Marvel movies well, can there you know, possibly be? I used to be like, okay, it's it's just because we're in Midtown, right? We're in the most crowded part of the city. This happens, like, in my part of town, too, which is... Well, you live in stabby-stabby-shooty territory. Yeah, I do. You know, I was walking <coughs> around my neighborhood recently after I got my phone um, because I did not want to take the subway because there were so many fucking people on it. I literally, I got down... Um, into the subway, the train got there, and I was like, nope, fuck this, I'm walking. <laughs> and it's like 20 blocks, but I don't give a shit, there were too many people. Um, and uh, I was walking around, and I realized that my neighborhood, I think like the perfect way to describe it, it kind of looks like Brooklyn, but with castles. <laughs> what? <laughs> that sounds weird. There's a lot of buildings that look like castles in Manhattan Valley for no reason. Like you have um, the Cathedral of St. John the Divine, which is like, they built it specifically so it would be bigger than zombie-proof St. Peter's or whatever in Midtown, um, and then they didn't finish it. <laughs> but uh, then there's like the cancer research center from way back in the day that's now not that anymore, but it literally just looks like a castle off of Central Park. And then there's a bunch of other like weirdly gothic cathedrals all around, which you see sometimes in New York City, but never so close together. Oh, in so Gotham City. It's a really weird. What you're saying is you live in Gotham City. Yeah. 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 Hashtag Gotham Watch. It's over. The se- the first season is over yeah. by the time we're recording. Oh. oh, thank God. Poor, poor fish, Mooney. Do you know how she? Died? Why is she coming back? No. Oh, thank God. Why she poor fish? Is dead. Oh, thank God. Ding, ding, um, do you know how she died? Because I don't. I think she got thrown into the water. I think so too. Which, dear God, that's ambiguous enough for them to bring her back, possibly. And I yeah, hope they don't. Yeah, but I don't happen. think they will. Because, like, she said that she's not coming back for the second season. Good. Maybe she. Maybe she saw her own. I'm not performance. gonna start watching it. Just maybe she saw her own performance on screen. She's, she's like, "Good God, I'm contractually obligated to, obligated to do an entire season." What was I doing? Oh, we didn't talk about Suicide Squad. Oh, they released a picture. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, I was very pleased with it. Yeah. It was really weird because I saw Katana on the uh, the poster for Suicide Squad. And you're like, why is Katana in Suicide Squad? Yeah, and then literally the next day I watched the episode of Arrow where Katana was in it. Uh-huh. And it was the same costume. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, what I like about that is it just literally... It's what I liked about the costumes in this picture in general. But yes, the Katana costume literally just looks like Katana. Yeah, um, good. And all of the other costumes look pretty much right, too. Harley I like the Quinn. Captain Boomerang's uh, harness for his boomerang is made of duct tape. Yeah, that was funny. Uh, Harley Quinn has tattoos that say Puddin on her thighs. Does it say damaged on her forehead? Oh, you don't want to know where it says damaged. <laughs> it's her peeny balls. Or therefore lack peenie of. Peeny balls. <laughs> um, you know, I saw her outfit in that, and she it was actually rather casual. It was very casual. And from what I understand, she's going to be changing costumes multiple times throughout the film. Yeah. One of which I hear include is the original Batman the Animated Series appearance of her. That's so great. I mean, it's going to look stupid, but it's so great that they're doing that. Like, I, I totally get why they don't use that costume anymore. Yeah, yeah um, why would you want a character called Harley Quinn to dress up like a Harlequin? Well, it's because they can't make her look overtly sexual and misogynist-looking. God damn it, Joss Whedon! You can't have her covered up. No, I, I, 
I don't know. I, I mean, like, the modern Harley look, I've come to accept it, I guess. In the Arkham games? Yeah. But that's how she looks in the comics now, too. I, a little bit different in the comics, because she doesn't have, like, the teased blonde hair. She's got, like, black and blue hair. Okay. That was my one qualm. Um, well, it just... And she keeps it in pigtails, so it kind of, like, suggests the gesture thing. You know, did we talk about the whole uh, Jared Leto Joker tattoo retcon thing? Yeah, apparently that's not a thing anymore. Yeah, apparently... Allegedly. Allegedly, they're just going, oh, no, that's 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 not actually what he's going to look like in the movie that was that was just a it was a it was a, it was a promotional pick yeah, it was it was a, it was a promotional pick for the joker's 75th anniversary have they confirmed anything on that yet yeah that's what they said that's what they said it was oh, a promotional it's picture well, yeah it's officially confirmed now that that's not it yeah so okay, now they're I going heard that quick guys you need to quickly edit out every tattoo that we ever put how on jared little photoshop <laughs> how good it show it photoshop well because <laughs> when i had heard the thing <laughs> like the, they the theory was that because they showed this leaked set photos, right? Yeah, and I've him, seen I've seen photos of like him on set. And he's in the white suit. And it's he's great. wearing yeah a white suit that kind of looks like the one from the kill it, not the Killing Joke and uh, Dark Knight, Dark Knight Returns. Rises. I mean, Returns, yeah. I'm just gonna mention the title of every other Batman thing ever before we actually get to the right one. <laughs> Batman and Robin and Batwoman. Batman versus uh, Dracula. Uh, no, that wasn't the <laughs> Batman one. Batman 5 Superman. And now oh I've... no, that's a really shitty one. Um, but we Okay, so you got the set photos and it didn't look like he had the tattoo on his face. Yeah. Um, speaking, However, of that, speaking of that photo though, I saw this. I was thinking, like, it's a flashback. Obviously it's a flashback to something or another. Quite possibly. Um, Double I, I don't know why I said obviously. I'm picturing it as a flashback. And it could be that. And then he puts the tattoos on himself when he's in jail. Which or is... he does it with a crayon. Anyways, de- uh, it's Ryan... all Sharpie. I almost said Deadpool. Ryan Reynolds, basically Deadpool, retweeted this picture. Yeah. And it was a, did you see it was a, yeah, it was a Deadpool the... version of it where it says tacos on his arm. Yeah. He used a lot of liquid latex. Yeah. Like, just look, I know exactly how he did that. And he bought a bunch of Party City makeup that probably cost, in the quantities that he just bought it in, Probably cost as much as if he would have just like gotten good Made makeup. Made the Deadpool movie. Yeah. But it's commitment. I was clearly a kid, so good on you. Whatever. Good on you, kid. Mom. <laughs> but but no, it's uh, it's you know, it's shaping up to be a, a movie. Definitely, it's definitely gonna be a movie. Maybe. Yeah, I, I mean, we don't know anything about Bruce Wayne is gonna be in it. Yeah, that's what they're saying. Um, they saw the Batmobile up. In Toronto, where they're filming. Yep. And I also saw um, the man Ben Batfleck, yeah. Benedict Dressed up, not as Batman, but, well, well they... As they, Bruce Man. They had a, Batwine. a towel over him. Oh? But the towel had, was pointing up with bat ears. <laughs> Pretty great. Do they have that picture somewhere? I want to see that. Yeah, it's probably somewhere. I saw, That's hilarious, I saw a photo though. where it's like Batman That's not hilarious. confirmed on the set of Suicide Squad. And it was like people were holding like a towel over... <laughs> Over some figure, and it had the bat ears poking at the top. It was great. It was the best thing in the world. So, you know, did you see the picture, um, the, the Man of Steel? I really like the Batman and Superman posters, by the way. I like the concept of them. Oh, the one where, like, the, uh, the emblem is over their eyes? Yeah, I thought yeah, it was a very nice. cool concept. Um, but did you see, like, the pictures that were underneath them? They released the ones where they're not torn? Because Batman's cowl looks kind of stupid in it. I was like, wait... Oh, are you like? talking about the full color release of Batman? Uh, no, it's it's literally the picture with the emblem torn out of 
it, like the Superman emblem torn out of Batman's face. Mm-hmm. But it's just without that. Without version. that torn, it's just the I, picture that, that they used. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it was simply for the uh, poster just to make it look a little bit more defined when they tore a piece out of it so you would still know it was Batman. But looking at Ben Affleck underneath, I was like, oh, this looks bad, like really bad. Oh, shit. But we've, no, we've already seen him in costume, in the mask, and he looks and great. And he looks fucking ginormous. Yeah. I mean, always the fact that he looks, like, he looks like how uh, fucking Frank Miller drew him. Yeah, and I mean, there's obviously like a lot of uh, definition added through the costume, but man, he's fucking big. He's like bulky. I'm not going to say it's 100% athletic like Kevin Smith did. I just, it can't, it can't be. Because um, there's a big layer of rubber as well. But, how old is he? No, he's only like? 40, right? Uh, he's pretty up there. That's, <laughs> yeah. I mean, by that I mean he's, he's pretty up there. He's 40, he's about to die. <laughs> Basically about to kill over at any second now. I mean, he's pretty up there in terms of people playing superheroes, I guess, but, uh, when you're comparing him to Bruce Wayne from Dark Knight Returns? Age 42. Okay, 42. Yeah. You know, I remember... A, He's not our, our Robert Downey Jr. yet. No. Isn't Robert Downey Jr. 52? Uh, I think he's 50 on the head. 50 on the head? Um, but uh, I remember when they are casting Batman, the one I was jocking for was... Um, his name just blanked on me. Asa Butterfield. And not, no, he was in uh, that great movie... True Grit and the less great movie Men in Black 3. Will Smith. Josh Brolin. Josh Brolin. Joss Whedon. Josh. Josh Brolin. Yeah. Josh Brolin. I could see Josh Brolin. I could see him as Bruce Wayne. If you're doing Dark Knight Returns Batman, Josh Brolin. Yeah, well, like, if you were literally just adapting Dark Knight Returns, um, which is kind of not what they're doing because, obviously, Affleck's not nearly old enough. He was, like, in his 60s and, um... Then he was in his 90s in Batman Beyond. Yeah. When are we getting that movie? I remember an episode of Batman Beyond where Alfred was still there. What? I was like, Alfred's still alive? What? He's like 150. (laughs) Bruce Wayne is Alfred age right now, so... Alfred's like... It's it's like, are you fucking casting, um... Fucking Clint Eastwood for Bruce Wayne. Right. And then casting Tommy Lee Jones as Alfred. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I could see Josh Brolin um, as Batman. Why not? The uh, the guy that they had uh, cast, like, he had, they had to buy him out of his contract, I believe, was Army Hammer. Oh, good lord. Thank God that didn't happen. Yeah, who ended up playing uh, Lone, Lone Ranger. Ranger. Oh, poor guy. I don't know anything about yeah, him. Like, I literally I don't think I've ever seen him in a movie. Cause I've, I seen, seen I've seen him in a couple movies. It's, he's, he's fine, but not, not Batman. What they were originally planning to do for the Justice League movie was just introduce everybody in the same movie. Which is way better. Um, it's, it's way better now, because now they're just introducing everybody in the second movie. Yeah. It's not going to be muddled at all. It's not going <sighs> to... Yeah, I've, I've seen... His movies, he's, he's fine. He's just not Batman. Um, but but yeah, that's that's all I got. Yep. Um, Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. If you don't hear from me next week, that means either A, I'm still in Japan, or B, I've been killed in Japan. Well, they won't hear from you next week. Oh, right. Because you'll be unless you, we Skype it in. Yeah, I'm sure that won't have any glitches or bugs. 
They're great. Skype. Keep up the status quo of giving really shitty calls and pixelated pictures. Actually, there we we could probably make it work. But it's gonna be at a different time. Oh, it's good, Zena. I don't even like you. No one likes me. Zena likes you. No, she doesn't. I made fun of her the entire time we were here. I made fun of her the entire time I've known her. <laughs> Fair enough. Shout out to Zena. Hashtag morning wood. I kept that whole intro where only Even one microphone was recording just because of that joke. <laughs> You're like, welcome. Yeah. It was like, I can't get rid of it. I can't. Because it wasn't that it was all that, like, clever. It was just the delivery of it was so perfect and unexpected. It was clever. I'm not trying to take that from you. No, fuck you, too. <laughs> I love you, Chan. Well, thank you for joining us for another Arguably exciting edition of Off Time Jive. As always, my name is Michael Holler. And this is Tyler Pino. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>